What's up? What's up? What's up? How's it going, noob? What up? What up? What up? It's going all right, man. Going all right. Just progressing through this off season. It's been a while. It's been. A while. I feel like it's, it's been, been a few a, weeks. Yeah, it has been. We had the holidays. Yeah. We had illnesses throughout my home, but we're healthy and back and uh, healthy and back. We're That's like only a few weeks away from spring training. Just kind of wild, man. Uh, January thirty first is the date. We still have a lot of free agents on the board, but we have some free agents who came off the board recently, which is kind of nice. It's things are starting to starting to move a little bit, and they need to move because pitchers and catchers are supposed to report in two weeks, which is nuts to me. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been the weirdest off season of all time after being potentially having the like having the potential to be one of the best ever. It's been like one of the most boring. <laughs> It's been so anticlimactic, man. So anticlimactic. It's not it's it's not been fun. It's not been fun. Just a lot of waiting and hoping and then sadness for some of us. Yeah, and I don't think it's really gonna like get exciting at any point. I think even yeah. with the guys who are left, they're kinda gonna end up going to teams we thought they were gonna go to. I don't think there's gonna be too many surprises or mm -hmm. anything like that. But uh I mean we had a big a big time reliever closer sign for the Houston Astros there with Josh Hader. Yes, sir. Broke history, man. Broke history. The highest relief pitcher deal in history. And I know um, on the surface, Edwin Diaz has a bigger deal, but he has a lot of deferrals. So um, that's weird that he doesn't play for the Dodgers. <laughs> the Los but, Angeles uh, deferrals. The, lo the Los Angeles deferrals. I love that. But not, five years, 95 mil. What do we think, man? I big mean, deal. it's kind of a big deal. It's it's hard to say he's like not worth that. He's been pretty much lights out. <laughs> like almost <laughs> he really like has been. his whole career. And he, that that back end of the Astros rotation now with him and Presley and Abreu, um, it's it's nasty, man. It's nasty. You get it's to the nasty, sixth inning with those guys. Down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Better not be down when you get to the seventh. Sorry to cut you off. No, it's all good. On paper, like I think on paper it looks better than that 2014-2015 Royals bullpen. Um, and they were that with, uh, insane. Davis. Herrera and yeah, Wade were. Davis and... Um, Greg Holland? It? Greg Holland, yeah. Nasty relievers, man. Nasty relievers. They're trying to like... <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Got, got something stuck in my throat. They're trying to get back to the – I mean, they were at the top of the AL West last year. They won the division, right? But they didn't get the grand prize. A division rival got the grand prize. So they want to make sure that they are the kings of the AL West. Yeah, they, I think. they squeaked out that division and then blew it in the ALCS. But it was like their Tough seventh thing, or eighth straight ALCS, and they'll probably be back next year. So, Yeah, they, no they big just deal. know what they're doing. <laughs> they do. That's they, such a long streak, They're just. Man. They just build, they just build winners, and I I don't expect Houston to be bad or anything this year. So I'm sure they'll still be good. Who else have we had sign? We had uh, old Jock Peterson going out to the Diamondbacks. That's interesting. That's I mean he's been hanging around the AL West a long time. First the uh, Dodgers, then the Giants, then the D-backs. I mean we all know about Jocktober. I know about Jocktober. You Dude, definitely I'm know hoping about he October. Gets, oh, yes. 
I'm hoping he gets another shot, like get him some ABs in the playoffs this coming year. I don't know if the D-backs will get back. I mean, I hope they do. There's such they a do. weird enigma of a team to me. Like I feel like they could win 95 games or they could lose 95 games. It's just a weird I, it's just dude, a weird team. Well put. Well put. Even though I think they're better this year than they were last year, but it's like it's it's, it's still like questionable. Yeah, you just never know. You just like don't they, really E-Rod. think of uh, them, even with the additions. Yeah, Erod, Suarez, bringing back Guriel, and then adding Jock. Like something about them still just doesn't feel like scary, even though they are. They should definitely be better than last year, and and I mean they ended up doing really well last year. Obviously, they made the World Series. So, yeah, literally the second best op- the second best outcome you could have. Like we've, but we've got a lot of relievers came off the board in the past couple of weeks. Uh, Robert Stevenson signed a three-year deal with the Angels, and he was he was nasty. He was nasty for the Rays, man. He was absolutely disgusting. Had like a two-three ERA with them over like thirty-some innings, I think. Does that change Struck much? Struck out a hell of a lot. Does that change much with the, so. with the Angels though? They're just like I just don't expect. I don't think anybody expects anything from them this year, which is probably a good thing. Like they've had such high expectations with Trout and Otani over the last five or six years. And now, you know, they can kind of just, I think, develop some of the young guys like Ohapi and uh, uh, who's that? Nolan Chanel. How do you spell it? Shenwell. Shenwell. Yeah. Shenwell. And uh, Zach Nito. Um, So they got like some solid young, young pieces and give them some more time up in the big, see how they go. How they do, but yeah, they, they just brought Matt back Matt Moore too. And minor league deal Miguel Sano. Mm. Remember that guy? Oh, how could I forget Miguel Sano? Remember how fast he fell off the face of the earth? Yeah, he really just disappeared after just like annihilating baseballs for five years and then just gone. Dude, he crushed baseballs, man. He crushed baseballs. It was good to see. I mean, it's good to see him still like doing things. I'd love to see him like mash in the minors and it's not like that team is super deep in the lineup. I mean, he can find himself onto the major league team if he starts to mash again. Yeah, I mean, who's going to DH with uh Otani gone? I don't know if they have Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, when Anthony Rendon goes out with an injury, then uh, Miguel <laughs> Sano can play third. <laughs> When he decides he just doesn't want to play baseball for 162 games and just wants to play like 40 or 50. Jeez, man. That's such a train wreck of a contract. That's such a train wreck. My God. I feel bad. I feel bad for Angels fans, dude. It's terrible. But I mean, they're at least it's good to see them making some sort of moves. Like, granted, they're not mind blowing moves, but Stevenson, Matt Moore, pretty solid pieces to a bullpen. And who knows? Who knows? Like, you get a bounce back year from Trout. Maybe he's a little bit healthier. Oh, Hoppy, I feel like he could break out. He's he's good. Anytime he's played, he's done very, very well. Uh, Shanwell and Zach Nita, like you said, if they take steps forward, those are four pieces that could be pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we had a couple uh, former Blue Jays pitchers who went on the move. Uh, Marcus Stroman signing a two-year deal to play for the Yankees. 
going yes, back, sir. going back home to New York where he's from. So that'll be interesting. I mean, it's kind of funny when you see a guy turn down 21 million and then sign for less than that. But I also understand, I mean, you know, what's two and a half, three million dollars when you want to go play in your hometown. Um, I mean, you know, very true. He should help out that Yankees rotation. He's, you know, he's just, he's just reliable. He's got a pretty high ceiling. Uh, I, yeah, he's like not super scary, but also he's like, he can put together a really good season for you. So good, yeah. good pickup he's, for the Yankees. Yeah. You know what you're going to get with him? Like he's get some ground balls. He misses some barrels. He, he throws some innings, man. Um, he had a good year last year. It's it's weird to me that he's making less money than Lucas Giolito is making with the type of year that Lucas Giolito had last year. I mean, Marcus Stroman was an all-star. Yeah, that is weird because Giolito looks so bad at the end of the year. He looks so bad, man. Really, really bad. Hope he can, hope he can turn it around. I really do. I like Lucas Giolito. Really do. We'll he's going to get the opportunities. I kind of hope the Blue Jays just crush him every time they face him in Boston. But <laughs> same with Strowman. Um, <clears throat> then another guy who was yeah. who played a little bit for the Jays last year and is going out west to the Giants, Jordan Hicks, signing a four-year, $44 million contract to be a starter for them. That's interesting. That's interesting. I mean, they need starters, so I get it. I get they want to like see what they got at least. Um, at least maybe for a while, maybe Kyle Harris. I think that's his name, Kyle Harrison. Big prospect for him. Yeah, I think he's lefty prospect for rated the, the Giants. N- number one or number two left-handed pitching prospect. Him and Tiedemann, I think, are one and two on different lists if you look at them. But yeah, it'll be interesting. That's I mean, pretty wild. Jordan Hicks is nasty, man. Watching him pitch for the Jays after the trade deadline last year was really fun. Uh, I worry if he's trying to like fire 103 miles an hour, like 70, 70 times a game. Um, what's that? What that, that is going to do to his arm? Um, but we'll see. I mean, if he can go, if he can give you like five, five or six innings, I mean, he's, he's, he's tough. He's tough to hit. His, he really is. His man. sweeper it, is It's weird dirty, to me. Man. It's weird to me. Like his K rate, it, you know, a guy throws a sinker like that with that much movement, that hard. You'd think his K rate so much higher than it is. You'd feel like I feel like it would be up there with like Felix Batista, guys of that stature. Um, Toronto, his K per nine was only eight point three. I mean, it's a smaller sample size, of course, twenty four innings, but it's just kind of nuts to me how that works. Same thing with a guy like Bruce Dark Gratterall throws hard, throws extremely hard, and he doesn't he didn't strike out anyone. I think he struck out maybe like seven per nine last year. I know I'm going off topic, but something like that is crazy. Hmm. A 6.4 strikeout per nine for a gradual last year. I don't know. I don't know. That just kind of blows my mind (laughs) with the type of stuff he has. Not saying it's a bad thing or anything, because, I mean, he threw a he had a 1.2 ERA last year, sub one whip, solid year. Do what you do, do what you need to do to get results. Yeah. But it's just not in a way that I would expect. No. I mean, you would you would think you would strike out a few more guys. Both of those guys, Hicks and Gratterall. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of a guy, speaking of strikeouts, Aroldis Chapman just signed with the Pirates. Aroldis <laughs> gonna get traded at the deadline or midway through the season, Chapman. Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. He's going to put together, Absolutely. you know, like a solid first half for the Pirates. And then where where does he end up? He'll end up on a like it's I feel like it's going to be some random team or maybe like Texas again. <laughs> send, send, yeah, send him to Texas. Send him to the Yankees again. Ooh. Just do it. Make it happen. Wonder how they would feel about that. How Yankee fans would feel about that. Send them to the Dodgers because why not? I agree with that, actually. <laughs> Let's make that happen. I'm cool with it. Chapman versus Hater in the World Series. Battle of the Lefties. Battle Who wins? Of the Lefties. Ooh. If the Dodgers make it to the World Series, I think they'll win no matter who they play. But uh, I don't think they're going to make it to the World Series. But that's a whole other so conversation. Either. Just they're just we need to do that though soon. Yes. Pick make our picks. Yes. Yeah, we need to we need to do like next podcast. We get to start doing some doing some yeah. things, doing some rankings. Or Absolutely. Something. Some pr- predictions, some rankings. I mean, I'm yeah. just I'm dropping a shout out to myself here, <laughs> plugging myself. Hell yeah. Pause. It's our podcast. Uh, <laughs> you do. <coughs> I'm dropping uh, my podcast, my top 10 most likely National League MV- MVP picks video today going to be coming out today and lucky for everyone else his al picks are already up so you get to watch the al picks are up the al picks are up nl is going to be up i want to know what people think i don't think it's a very surprising top few maybe some of the bottom few people might be surprised at but we'll see who else has signed some contracts the blue jays the blue jays signed justin turner did you see that he's gonna it looks like he's gonna be our, our dh next year um, how do you feel about that? I don't know. It's weird with like JD Martinez, Jorge Soler and Justin Turner. Those were kind of the three guys that all the talks were about us maybe bringing in to be a DH. This I think was like, it's the least exciting one. <laughs> I don't know if it's the worst one. Yeah. Like Justin Turner is still pretty good. I mean, he's old. That's the kind of the part that, that gets me. I mean, yeah. so, so is JD Martinez. He's pretty old too. Um, yeah, I would. I mean, he's I think he had a better year than Turner and he's a bit younger. So maybe they're just trying to bridge the gap for next year. Maybe yeah, with that one year th- deal. I mean, J.D. and Solaire probably would have taken multiple years. Yeah, it sounds like Solaire wants wanted at least three years or wants. I guess he hasn't signed anywhere yet. So who knows? I don't know what J.D. Martinez oh, is looking for. But I mean, we got like 13 million plus incentives for Justin Turner. I mean, hope if if the top of our order can get on base, he should drive in some runs. Like that's and that's that's all we can really ask of him. It's not exciting, but the biggest thing with the Jays is like we just need our studs to actually be studs. If you know, Vladdy, Springer, Kirk, Bo, if those four guys, Danny Jansen, like if those guys all have a good year, the rest doesn't really matter that much. Um yeah, the year's sure. gonna go as well as those as those guys go. Would I like to see maybe one more bat? Sure, but I like at this point I almost don't know where they would fit in, depending on who it was and stuff. But um, we'll see. We'll see for sure, for sure. And um, speaking of power hitters, I mean, the Brewers just signed Reese Hoskins to your deal, seventeen mil a year. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Oh, I like it. I think it's a pretty good an opt out after the first year. Pretty good price. I mean, not crazy expensive. It's got high upside. Who you never know what you're getting when somebody's coming back off missing a whole season. Um, yep. 
from what was it ACL torn ACL? Was ACL that yes. Yeah. I mean, if it's anything like uh, Ronnie's ACL, he's going to put up, uh, you know, a 30, 50 season, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Reese Hoskins out there stealing 60 bases next year. Yeah, I would, I would love that so much. Yeah. I would just absolutely love that. I really hate it for Philly fans. I know he's a, he's like one of the fan favorites. I mean, they're always going to have the bat spike. That was electric. I, I hate that it came against my Braves, but the home run, um, the home run, I mean, I love the bat spike. I thought that was electric. I will always be a fan of that sort of thing. Yeah, that was awesome. But it sounded like they they just they weren't even gonna try to bring him back with Harper because I don't think I think Harper's just playing first yeah. base for the end of time now. Or I think so too. I don't know That's if so I don't know if we'll really see him back in the outfield. And then I mean you have Schwarber who you don't really want to play outfield, so you want to DH him. And then even with those two guys, Castellanos too, like they have a lot of like not great defenders who should probably be DHs. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I agree. I agree. There's not a lot of room for Reese Hoskins. Uh, I don't think it really, unfortunately not. It doesn't really hurt the Phillies to not have them. So not, didn't really hurt them that much last year. I mean, they got to the NLCS. So, I mean, if, they work use that money to sign him other places, then they're gonna be better off, I think, but a more complete team. Yeah. Who else? Um who else has signed? We just a big kind of a big trade happened. Uh Jorge Polanco to the Seattle Mariners. Yeah, Seattle's like quietly putting together like a, I mean they're they were always gonna be good. It's a really weird situation there to me because I almost feel like if they would have done nothing at all or if they have would have done everything that they've done, I'm like, how much better are they? Yeah, like, I don't know. They, I, you know, they traded away, uh, what, Suarez, Kelnick, um, you know. Yeah, it's almost like they're... You bring in Polanco, I, Mitch I'm, Garver. I'm not sure. It's so weird. They're almost at like the same starting point. Like they, um, they flipped... Who was it? How do I can't believe I forgot his name? They flipped Robbie Ray for basically Mitch Haniger and Anthony Descafani, who they sent to Minnesota. So they basically flipped Robbie Ray into um, Mitch Haniger and Jorge Polanco, along with sending over four other dudes or three yeah. other dudes: Justin Topo, Gabriel Gonzalez, <laughs> apparently pretty good, or maybe I'm thinking of Darren Brown. I, I know one of those guys is in like the top 100 or something. Seemed like a high price. Like I, Polanco was one of the guys that I kind of wanted the Jays to trade for to play second base. Uh, but I don't know if I would have wanted to give up that much to get him. Um, I don't know. It, like, yeah, this, he's a free agent ad for this coming year. So I mean, that's a lot of. That yeah. might be a lot of stuff to give up for one year, unless they plan on extending him. But that doesn't seem like their mo right now. <laughs> that's not. Uh, that's not the yeah, Mariners' so, way. Definitely not the Mariners' way, but um, different. Or that's a nice little segue to. It might become the Orioles' way, though. Ooh, they just got new ownership. They got new owners. Couple John Angelos is out of there. Couple um, couple billionaires bought the club. I heard Cal Ripken's part of the group too. That's super cool. Yeah. That's very, very cool. I don't know how cool. what percentage he would be of that, but yeah. Uh, new ownership out there in Baltimore. 
I mean, you'd think that they would want to, you know, at least, at least you got to lock up, I think, Adley and Gunner long-term. Like if, if if anybody, those two, everybody else, eh, you can build around them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe Grayson. Um, I'd extend Jackson holiday, depending on what he does, like Mm. give him one of the Corbin Carroll type deals or Acuna type deals. Like make that happen. Who was that kid that just got, he hasn't even played yet. And he just got like eight years. Colt Keith, Colt Keith, Colt Keith seems to be good on paper, but I mean, I, I, I worry, I worry about these sort of things. It's a great deal for Colt Keith. I think, I mean, you look at Evan white, you look at, uh, Scott Kingery, what happened with those guys? Not nothing, nothing very well, nothing good. But at the same time, like if if I'm Colt Keith, I'm absolutely taking the deal because that sets me up basically for life. Plus, if I do come up and perform, I'm getting another contract. I'm absolutely getting another contract after this one's over. Yeah. So I think that's a very good deal, and I think Detroit can make some noise this coming year. That- they might be my pick. For the AL Central. Man, the AL Central, I honestly don't even know. Like, I don't think the Twins are better. I don't think nope. the Guardians are better, but they have the best nope. pitching staff, I would say. Kansas City, I think, is better than last year with their what they've done. Definitely. Um, Absolutely. They big money spenders in the offseason this year. The White Sox still, like, should be better than they are, but they're probably going to say gonna, that every They're year. probably going to suck still. Um they trade. I can't believe they trade away Jake Berger, and yeah, was he, he was weird. going off, man. I don't even remember how who they got for him. Who do they get for him? I have no idea. They Let's should. See. They Let's should trade Luis Robert Jr. to the Blue Jays. They need to. Uh, apparently, their asking price for Dylan Cease just is is incredibly high. And he had kind of a bad year last year, and his I don't think his metrics really stood out to be that good. So maybe a bad time. For them to ask him, uh, or for for them to ask for the sun and the moon, is Miami what I think I saw on Twitter. Sense a left-handed Jake pitching pros- prospect. Yeah, Jake no idea. Eater. They're number four prospect, so should be decent. But who he's knows? been terrible in the minors. <laughs> I'm looking at his stats right now. It's so on par with the White Sox moves, man. So yeah, and then they right signed what Eric Fetty. They brought him back from Korea after he He like, was crushing it over there though. Yeah, it always like worries me when it's like dudes who have been in the MLB and were not good. Like some like Eric Thames. Eric Thames. Yeah, Blue Jays legend came back, had like what one really, really crazy season, then like was just gone again. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. J- <laughs> Jake Eater is just not even. Oh man, I, I hope he turns it around, but it's not pretty so far. Um, Fifty-six in two-thirds innings last year. Six point three five ERA. Twenty-four years old. Jake Berger, thirty-four home runs last year. OPS over eight hundred. Interesting. Lots of years of control. Hmm. Very interesting. Very very interesting. I was actually browsing Jake Berger's baseball reference page this morning, so that's why I know a little bit about it. <laughs> Just browsing the burgers. Man, there are browsing so the burgers, many man. like solid players that just haven't signed yet. 
obviously like the top guys, weird, Jordan Montgomery, Bellinger, Snell, Matt Chapman. But then, I mean, like even Kershaw, uh, Adam Duvall, Tommy Pham, Michael A. Taylor, Carlos Santana, Whit Merrifield, like all these guys. Do you know who I signed? Who? Aaron, Aaron Hicks. <laughs> Aaron Hicks. One-year deal for those Los Angeles Angels. Oh, my. Another switch hitting demon. Or he no. might <laughs> to go along with Luis Renifo. 34 years old. He hasn't even peaked yet. Has <laughs> not even peaked. He's 34. I wonder if he's going to... He is 34. Ever, like, do yeah. much again. I don't know. I mean, he did well in Baltimore for a little bit, right, last year? Yeah, he was not bad for them. He was he actually, I would, say, I would argue that he was ABs. good for them, yeah. After I, being just... I have to agree with you. A, a massive hole in the lineup for the Yankees for, like, four years. What does that say about the Yankees, too? I mean, it's weird to have people go to the Yankees and then they leave and then they turn into like really good players, aka Sonny Gray. Yeah, you never know. You never like very happens all the time. I feel like that's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. Like all the people who have been calling for Alec Manoa to get traded, I feel like if he ever did, he would just be an absolute menace for somebody else. I still still have faith in him. I still have faith in him. Absolutely worst time to trade him right now, in my opinion. Yeah, unless we like sign Blake time. Snell or something, then like whatever. Just keep, just keep, might as well keep your starting pitching depth. Yeah, for sure. Uh, same thing with the Braves and Melky Cabrera. I, I am not a milk man, not a fan of Melky Cabrera. Can't believe he's actually going to be on the Hall of Fame ballot next year. Yeah, on the ballot me. and like having a chance at getting in are two Nuts, vastly different things. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just being on the ballot is just surprising to me. Just he was terrible with the Braves and then he went to the Royals, had a pretty solid year, and then he hit 346 for the Giants in 2012, was an all star with a 906 OPS. That's, I mean, I don't remember that. I don't remember that whatsoever. They won the World Series that year too, didn't they? Yeah, all because of the milkman, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's all him. I don't know who That's who crazy. knows what was going on in, in for the Giants in 2010, 12, and 14. But good things. I think they had Madison Bumgarner going on. Good things were happening for everybody. Yeah, very much. Very much so. How, who uh, who signs next? Uh, um, Solaire. I think we're going to see a Jorge Solaire signing soon. Where's he going? Oof. Uh, that's tough. I honestly have no idea. Like, I feel like anybody could use a guy like that. I feel like it could be like some random team you don't even think about. Yeah. But I don't I mean, know. I, I've been clamoring for that forever. Like Boston. They could use him. They could absolutely use him. Who's their DH right now? I don't know. Justin Me Turner neither. was last year. That's true. That's true. I think he'd be an upgrade. How many times is he going to hit one over the monster if he signs there? 14. 14, okay. How many times is he going to just like pummel the monster? 
17. He kind of hits laser beams. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah. 17, 17 very hard hit singles off the monster. Uh, yeah, that monster is weird. Like I, I get, I watch a decent amount of games there because the Jays play there a bunch, but it's weird, man. You guys, you see this guy just, yeah, hit laser beams and yeah, they barely rounding first and the ball's already back in the infield. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, I think that Jorge Soler, maybe he signs back with the Cubs. Ooh, that could I be feel like they're the Cubs are also in on Belly, but Belly scares me, especially for that long t- term deal that he's ultimately looking for. Definitely yeah. going to be a longer deal than Solaire's. Yeah, yeah, I think Bellinger's looking for like eight years. It's a long time, man, for someone who's been. I mean, he had a great year last year. Don't get me wrong. But half of the last four years have been awful. Yeah. I still would like him to be a Blue Jay. But yeah, eight years is a lot. It's a lot, man. And he's a big, uh, he's a big question mark for sure. Yeah. He's a very big question mark. Probably sound with the Dodgers or something. I wonder, like, these guys got to start signing. I'm like, are, are there going to... How many guys, I wonder, are going to just... Even when training camp starts aren't are still not going to be signed it's weird i mean you remember back in uh, 2019 they had the same thing going on with like dallas keichel and he didn't sign somewhere until like he signed with the braves in like june or july or something it was so weird it that was is. so weird man i mean it's keichel like, now he's so bad. <laughs> what a name drop. He's so bad. Gary Sanchez still on the board, too. I know. Crazy. It wasn't even that much that far after the Cy Young. I'm surprised. Like, you know, I bet Blake Snell, or actually, it might be way too soon with um, the change of organization in Baltimore. But I, I would love to see like a Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery sign in Baltimore. Ooh. I think that'd be electric. That would be that'd be interesting. Yeah, that would be, be super something interesting. that people didn't really see coming for sure, too. Yeah, I, I hope it does happen. That'd be so cool. And Matt Chat, dude, I thought I swear maybe I was dreaming. I thought Matt Chapman already signed. I thought I saw nope. a tweet like not yeah, too long not. ago. That he signed with he was the like Giants, but close. I still think that's gonna happen anyway. Yeah, it may it just makes too much sense. It really does. Lots of guys. Um, like, who else? Randall Gritchick, Kike Hernandez, like lots of random guys. Matt Barnes, Brandon Belt, although Rosario. he was talking about Riz- Oh, Eddie Rosario would be actually I would love Eddie Rosario for the Jays. Another That'd like a, a fourth fourth signing. outfielder, lefty bat. <laughs> And maybe DH Got here and there. Brad Hand still out there. Jesse Chavez, Braves legend. Zach Granke hasn't signed yet, and I, I think he wants to pitch still. Tim Anderson? I think I th- oh dude, I wonder what he's gonna do. That has Oakland Athletics written all over it. <laughs> 
that I dude, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Anyone out there, tell me I'm wrong. Tim Anderson will sign with the Oakland Athletics like three weeks into spring training. He'll put up a 260 year with 15 home runs, like a 750 OPS, and be the lone all star for the Oakland Athletics. It's quite possible. Maybe. Maybe not with those numbers, but I don't know. I, I feel like that'd be a smart thing for the Oakland Athletics to do. Like trade him. Trade him after you sign him. Trade him at the deadline if he performs well. If he performs. That's a, yeah. <laughs> He's been he was really if, bad last year. If he doesn't, oh well. Oh, but well. He, yeah, he was terrible last year. He was terrible last year. And that's why the Oakland Athletics should do it because he's going to be cheap. And negative 2 war with a 60 OPS that's plus. That's terrible. Negative 2. That's terrible. My god. That's so bad. How, like what? that's a How do you accrue negative 2 war that quickly? That's a very fast negative 2 war. It was like negative 0.9 defensively alone. That's crazy, man. He just, <laughs> he fell off so hard. I, I I'm curious. To, yeah, he, he won a back to what title was going on one year. I don't know. Yeah, he did. He was very good. Oh man, this is so bad. I never really like did a deep dive. One home run, 286 on base percentage, 296 yeah, slugging. Bad. Oof, oof. He's never taken his walks. He's had one season where he's had more than 30 walks. Actually, no, zero seasons because he ex had exactly 30 walks in 2018. Yikes. That's insane. Yeah, uh, yikes. This is a guy who got MVP votes 2020, seventh in the MVP. OPS plus of 140. 2020, True, true. Small sample size. Do we care? Uh, especially about for a hitter. Who won MVP in 2020? <laughs> no, but if you're getting votes and then putting up an OPS plus of 60 a couple years later, that says something to me. Yeah. That's that's really yeah, he's only fall like, off right there. And it, only in his age 30 season two. Like that's like you're not that you should be kind of right in your prime. <laughs> well, yeah. maybe we never see Tim Anderson play baseball in the major leagues again. I hope not. I, I want to see it happen. I could I imagine. Like he should. I mean, maybe his brain's rattled after Jose Ramirez punched him in the face. For real. I think his brain was rattled beforehand, <laughs> to be honest. But, man, it's just it's disappointing. Maybe that. Maybe there was some like toxicity in that clubhouse like we all heard. Maybe just something like that. Who I knows? Know. Change of scenery could be good. Would love that. Would absolutely love that. For a second there, I thought the Braves might have just tried to snag him up, back up shortstop for Arcia. Especially if you trade away Vaughn Grissom. I'm not saying I want it to happen, but I could see it happening. I don't see it happening now, but it was. It kind, I think someone. I saw like, it somewhere on Twitter. Like someone who would play on the Braves, and then just turn into an All Star again. <laughs> Be hilarious. I feel like a Whit Merrifield almost like would be a good fit for the Braves too. Just kind of a backup oh, utility would, guy who can he can slap the ball around here and there, help the young guys. A little guys bit of out. knowledge there. Yeah, a yeah. little bit of knowledge there. Bounce some ideas off of. He's definitely um I feel like he's a good clubhouse guy, probably. He was an all-star last year. 
That's that's kind of Some, wild to me. Somehow. I he had like a really good couple months in the middle of the season where he was hitting everything. I got a picture with Whitmer Merrifield last year. Nice. He doesn't know that I'm in the picture, but I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. It's a on my Twitter. With him. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I mean, we're in the same picture. Hey. It's absolutely, it's absolutely in a picture together. There you go. By definition. <laughs> By definition. Uh, that's funny. Dude, I saw this thing uh, on Twitter. Brooksgate, this Twitter account, ranked all MLB teams based on the distance to their nearest Chili's. <laughs> I saw that you posted that. I was looking. I didn't yeah. look too hard at it, but oh, those uh, those poor Mariner fans, and also those poor Blue Jay fans, dude. I'm sorry, Tango. Rogers Centers is 85 miles away from the nearest Chili's. There's like no Chili's. All the Chili's in Canada closed down. Except there's you like what? some airport ones, some airport chilies stayed open, but all the like standalone ones. Chilies is terrible, so they did you a favor. I worked there. I worked at Chilies for like did you really two years at one point? Yeah. When did you leave? What year did you stop uh, working there? Two thousand ten or eleven. Okay, well it's been it's gone downhill ever since then. <laughs> it was good back then. It was 20, 2010 might have even been the peak of chilling. It was busy. Like when it, I worked there when it first opened, like I helped open it or whatever. And it was like it was popping and busy the whole time I was there. And then, yeah, and then it just and then the people that owned it, from what I heard, they just locked the doors one day. Everybody showed up to work and they're like, nope, you don't have jobs anymore. No shot. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's terrible. At the Chili's that I, I wasn't working there then. This was would have been like 2000. 20-ish, 2019. No. Okay. Just before COVID, okay. I think. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. People just stopped going. And then they knocked it down. The building was like 10 years old. They knocked it down and built an Olive Garden. So now it's just... Dude, fire. Olive Garden sucks so bad now. <laughs> it sucks so bad. Oh, my God. I, I used to love like the ultimate, the uh, Never Ending Possible and me and the GF went to the OG uh, near us, and it was terrible. They were out of calamari, and it was hella expensive. I mean, everywhere's hella expensive, but OG shouldn't be that expensive. It was terrible. I'd rather have gone to Fazoli's. What's a Fazoli's? Is that like a chain down it's there? Like a, or is it it's like a chain, like a, almost yeah. like fast food, but you still get never-ending breadsticks. Nice. And nice. it's just it's cheaper, man. It's cheaper. Everything's the quality is probably the same. Way too expensive now. Except for Mexican restaurants. Thank you. Never change. <laughs> Never change. Going tonight. I'm going tonight. So. You're good Mexican yeah, food there? Be great. And Casey? Oh, dude. Yeah, it's money. It's money. Nice. Uh, just recently went to a friend's birthday party at a Mexican restaurant. And it, wa it wasn't like amazing. It was still pretty solid. The one I go to is amazing. It's like cream of the crop. What's like your go-to? So What's your go-to? You had a bunch of little um, things or? I'm a big fan of the nachos, but I've been getting just like, it's basically that same form of nachos except with the chips. And I just use the free chips to like dip. It's called, it's basically dip. Right. But the nachos that I got is just imagine a plate of nachos with 
peppers, onions, tomato, chicken, beef, and shrimp covered in queso. Chicken, beef, and shrimp. Damn. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. They don't play games, man. They don't play games. <laughs> that sounds good. You're making me hungry. Like half portion was like 10 bucks, and it was still a very big portion. So it's like you could drop 15 bucks going to Taco Bell easy. Why not just go sit down, get you some free chips and salsa, a water, some good stuff, good quality and It probably stuff. is like slightly better on your gut than going to Taco Bell. <laughs> probably, yeah. Slight. I'm not I mean, going to make any not promises all the way, there. Slightly? <laughs> slightly yeah we have one uh it's like a mexican tapas place in my town and it is probably one of the most expensive places to eat here it's no. really it's really really good but it's expensive that's unfortunate man yeah that's a, but, but hey sometimes like quality over quantity sometimes you got to do it but i live in kind of a touristy place so like everything's pretty expensive here unfortunately that is unfortunate man very you know people who can afford to to ski and snowboard here can afford to eat here, I guess. So. Jeez, man. Talk about like an expensive hobby. That is probably the most expensive hobby out there. Skiing? Oh, like, yeah. Skiing, snowboarding, lift tickets, all your gear. Oh, man. What it's, for? We, Just so I can break a hip and <laughs> be sent to the ER and go get surgery and I'm your nurse? Nah. I wish. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, it's, we spend some money on it, but that's why we live here. That's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, they, if that's your thing, that's awesome. But yeah, like start, I can't, I've never been and I'm not starting. How old are you? 34? 34. 34? Yes, you could start now. I started when I was like 30. I got no interest. <laughs> hey, no if, interest. Don't make me convince you. I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just Dude, I'll, saying you I, are not too old to start to doing me? anything new. That's all I'm saying. That's just a lie. That's just a lie. It's, I mean, that statement alone, like there's some things I'll never be able to do. Like I can't grow a ponytail and it, ever again. <laughs> Could you ever? It would like, have to did be you a ever have hair? Ponytail. Have you ever had hair long enough to grow a ponytail when you were young? I have. Yes, yes, sir. Oh, I never had my hair that long. Oh man, it's it was great. I knew the writing on the wall too, and I was like, "This is the last time I'll be able to do this." <laughs> and the rest is so it's happening, and the rest is noob history. The rest is noob history. By the way, I never wore it as a ponytail, just to be clear. But it was long enough too. Okay. Yeah. Just had that kind of like clear. grunge band look. Yeah, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> grunge band like substitute fourth outfielder hair. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Is that what you were? Did you play like how how old were you when you stopped playing baseball? Uh 18. I uh wanted to I I probably could have walked on somewhere. I was a pitcher through like topped out maybe like 83 with a two seam but i've went to focus on school instead so i got a four-year degree that i don't even use so fantastic decision making there <laughs> uh, that's life when yeah it happens when you're 18 you never you never know what you're you have gonna no be doing idea, man. no idea no idea and it's all good it's all part of the process man it's a never-ending process that's right. 
I mean, we didn't start doing this until we were how old, right? Yeah, I was 30. Yeah. But dude, yeah, I I just like making fun of myself for that. I think it's just funny. It's a funny story. So for having the degree or for almost having a ponytail or (laughs) all of it, all of it's great. (laughs) All of it for any of that. Those two uh, correlation does equal causation (laughs) or whatever those science science people say. Science. I don't learn much about science anymore unless it's from like my kids TV shows. I don't learn at all in that case. I'm sure you learn some things in your Maybe. your daily life. Like Maybe not almost... daily life. Maybe like monthly life. Fair enough. Yeah. Hey, you're never too old to stop yeah. learning. Oh, oh, that is correct. <laughs> that is correct. I, I want to stop learning immediately. <laughs> you're done. Just done. I'm, d- I'm finished finished i need all the rest of the space up here to deal with baseball stats baseball stats and mlb the show cover reveals that's true yes yes sir for those of you who don't follow or are not interested noob and i both came from the mlb the show video game world and we're branching out into obviously real life baseball and things of that nature but yesterday they did their reveal for their cover athlete for the 2024 edition of the game, and it is uh, my homeboy. I'm going to let you take this one. Vlad. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is on the cover. Nobody likes it. Nobody thought it was happening. I'm I excited. like it. For the record, for the record, I was surprised. It's just how it was released that I wasn't a fan of. For those of you that don't know, um, SDS does a little Twitch stream to do the reveal. And so we're all in the Twitch stream waiting for the reveal. And then they tweeted it out five minutes before they actually revealed it in the stream. So it was a very uncoordinated, uncoordinated attempt to reveal this. You got to have no distractions. You got to have no Twitter open. You got to close the chat of the Twitch. So people aren't, you know, reading any of that and just watch it. I can't do that because SDS tweets their own stream out. So they did this. You did this. SDS, you did this. It's not your fault. me. It's your fault. But that just left a sour taste in my mouth. And I was just like, what the hell is this? They kind of always do stuff like that, though. I feel like their their coordination between whoever runs their social media accounts and then whoever actually runs their like Twitch streaming and broadcasting stuff are like never on the same page. Yeah, it's just disappointing. Like that does not give me faith in the rest of things that are going to uh, transpire with the game and like any communication. It just, you know, it just, it doesn't seem great. <laughs> it's not a good first first impression for MLB. Not a great first impression. Well, no, not at all. I'll say this: I was. Not very excited to watch it, but like I'm still, I still love the game and I love baseball and I'm gonna play it. So whatever, I'm like, I'll I'll watch it. I want to I want to see who it is. Um, but with all of the rumors of Jose Ramirez, maybe Acuna or Ozzy Albies, I was kind of like, I don't really care if it's any of those guys, but it'll be cool to watch it. And then they just were like Vlad Jr. and I was like, what? I did not see it coming. <laughs> Nobody did. And 
I'm happy about cover it. Cover like, looks really good. Oh, it looks amazing. It's a great, it's a great, um, great choice. I think it's a, a way better choice than last year's. I mean, I love Jazz Chisholm, but I just don't. He was right at the time. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. If he had a great year last year, I'm probably saying something different. I'm probably saying like, wow, the foresight SDS had to put him on the cover. Brilliant. But he didn't have a great year, and I'm not saying that now. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. They've been kind of like hit or miss, though, because they had, like, I mean, 2017 was Griffey. Obviously, it's going to be a hit. <laughs> you can't go wrong. Uh, and then 20, 2018 was Judge coming off his crazy rookie season. Yep. And then they did Javi Baez, which was like, he he ended the year I think as a as a bronze, and his That's, cover. I did his not cover remember year. that. That's uh, crazy. And then like then they what they did Harper. Who was the MLB twenty? Twenty was bias. Twenty was bias. Bias. Yeah. Oh, so ni- nineteen was Harper. Twenty was bias. Right. Yeah, yes, and yes, then yes, yes. Uh, and then I mean they did Tatis when he was like peak of like being amazing, but then like right after that had his whole thing PD thing. And then obviously like Otani, you're not going to miss it. Otani, and then yeah, Jazz. Like Jazz, I think still think is a like he fits the bill of a cover athlete. Like what they want somebody that's like young and marketable and kids like. I agree. Um, so I honestly like I know a lot of people want a J Ram, but I think Vlad's a way better choice just in the like I do too marketing scheme. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Uh, in the marketing scheme, absolutely. I think JRAM is the more complete player as of right this second. But as far as marketing, Vlad plays for a bigger market. He's got a whole country behind him. And he's had a monster year in 2021. And that's only a couple years ago. And he could have another monster one. And if he does, are we talking like this might be the start of a new cover trend where it's the reverse jinx the reverse of a jinx. cover. He wants it. Yeah. He there was like an article that came out like right after all the news happened yesterday of an interview with him, and he's like, "Man, you're gonna be saying Vlad Vlad figured it out in 2024." And he was also talking about how like he had a wrist injury last year. <clears throat> Interesting. So like the the first month of it was like a month in or six weeks in or something. And if you look at his first month, like he got off to a hot start last year. And then he had this wrist injury. It was just never the same for the rest of the year. And he That's was, he like kind of mentioned that and being able to, you know, learning more about taking care of his body and stuff. Um, I mean, obviously Yankee fans, especially also, love, love to uh, give him a lot of flack about his weight and stuff, but I'm like, get over it, people. Excuse yeah, me. He's He also had a lot like of much higher expected slugging, expecting batting, expected batting average. So like, he yeah, performed he was, well. It's just he got he got a little unlucky <coughs> last year. One of the unluckiest players. Yeah, he had eight eighty five OPS in April and March. Like, not bad. He was hitting 309, 144 OPS plus. So OPS plus in September, October was one thirty. Like, if you get a full season of that, where he's hitting, you know, five or six home runs a month, that's you know, thirty home run guy, hundred RBIs, eight fifty plus OPS. Yep. Very good. And I don't feel like I think we don't that's not even his ceiling. Like we've seen what his ceiling is. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. Like if if I feel like this is his floor. Like if his floor is you know, still a one seventeen OPS plus 
like just under 800 OPS. Like that's not that's not bad. No, that's not a bad floor whatsoever. <coughs> we we want more. We, we want absolutely more. want more. Oh, he You're always going to want more. Always going to want more. Let's not forget. And I think this year probably going to going to happen. How old? He's not even 25 yet. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, big things to come. Like I don't know if you saw that tweet that Fuzzy put out that he was like the amount of players who through age 24 have had 130 home runs and it was like a couple stats and the the names were like Ken Griffey Jr., Mike Trout, Juan Soto. There's like 10 other yep. guys and Vlad Jr. Yeah, so, it's crazy. Like, people just pump the brakes. He's this dude's going to be playing baseball for 10 or 15 more years still. Like yeah, I think we've got so used to. I mean. Vlad's part of this group, but we've gotten so used to guys like Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna, Fernando Tatis just coming up and just going nuts. I mean, which he did. And you're going to have some bumps in the road, I feel like. I mean, unless you're Juan Soto and it doesn't seem like he's had a bump in the road, really. Um, Yeah, Soto's probably been the most consistent and yeah. Yeah. Ronald Ronald had the ACL injury. Fernando Tatis, we all <laughs> know about his sort of situation. And I, I low key, uh, this is going down a different road. I think Fernando Tatis Jr. next year, he's going to finish like top three in MVP voting. I if people can watch my video and see where I put him, but he did make the top ten list. And all right, he oh yeah, he's not number three, but he's not he's close to that. That's what's up. I think he's going to have a monster year. Oh man! Different yeah. little and like he's he. They decided to just put him in right field, and he's the best right fielder in the league. But yeah, no. he's crazy, man. Crazy! What a wild season. And like he, when he came back, I, I want to say his first month at the plate was incredible. I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm looking it up right his, now. His like his stint in the minors before he came up was crazy. He went nuts for like two was weeks it? down there. Yeah, in Triple oh, Expected stats look good. He played. Too. He played eight games in Triple It hit five fifteen with seven home runs and That's an eight nuts, and an eighteen oh two OPS. <laughs> Jeez, it, it, like only eight games, whatever. But still, like. It's That's nuts, man. 17 hits, two doubles, seven home runs. Yeah. Bat hit 515, slugged 12-12. That's nuts, man. He's got he's he's still only like 25. Yeah. That's crazy. Like just barely 25. Yeah. He's gonna if he has a his June was pretty pretty ridiculous. 318. 400 on base, 591 slug, and 991 OPS. But all of his other months, he didn't crack an OPS of 750 except for April, and that was a very, very short. That was a, that was only 41 at bat. So I'm really hoping we get like a month that's similar to June, like across the whole year, or it would probably I don't know about similar, but somewhere around 900 OPS. I feel like he's going to finish next year. Yeah, like Vlad had a higher OPS than than Tatis last year. And yeah, people like he's Tatis washed. did not. He's washed. Yeah, I know that's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, everybody needs to just chill the f out. Tatis is going to go off. Vlad's going to go off. All the juniors are going to have a good year. Yeah. Yes, they are. 
It's going to be fun to watch. Vlad and Bo are going to finish 1-2 in MVP voting. (laughs) (laughs) Don't give away your video, man. Well, the AL video is already out, and Vlad Jr. did did not make the list. And I also forgot about Juan Soto because I'm an idiot. <laughs> hey, it'd be like that sometimes. I forgot. I forgot he played for the Yankees now. So I, he probably... It'd be w- like that. He he might have bumped somebody out of there. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe Kyle Tucker would have got bumped out. But I kind of think Juan Soto might do it. He might win the MVP this year. I feel like it could... I feel like it's that year. We'll have to talk about that. Maybe next podcast. I agree. I'm down with that. I'm absolutely down with that. You want to make it official? Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Yes. Let's do it. It's official. Next, it's official. Next next podcasts are uh, way too early, or maybe not even way too early, but our MVP predictions. Do we do both leagues? Maybe like top five, both leagues or something? Let's do it. Top five, both All leagues, right, MVP. Who's it going to be? Let's make it happen. Y'all find out we're going to be right. One of us is going to be right. Well, we could both be wrong. It should be one. If like if we, it should be one of the top fives. You would think if each of us get five, we should get, we should pick the correct person. But you never know. Somebody could go nuts. Maybe Garrett Hampson has the best year of all time for the Kansas City Royals. (laughs) I didn't even realize he was on the Royals. That's hilarious. Uh, Or maybe I did. I don't know. Elvis Andrews, he gonna he's gonna be MVP wherever he signs. It's Is that it? It's possible. I think Is that that's all we got it. today. That's it for today, folks. Cool beans. The coolest good times. beans. Good times. Waited. It was good to dust off the the old dust. Good to dust off, off of the dust. Place. Your your camera that's didn't right. go berserk today for so that's I don't know what happened. Nice. It's a miracle. I, I love it. It's, it's a very it's a, it's a January thirty first miracle, everyone. You took the words right out of my mouth, for real. <laughs> All right, everybody. As always, if you want to see our faces, right. take a look at us on YouTube or Spotify, and you can also find us on Apple and Amazon and Music Apple and Amazon. Take a bite out of that Apple and listen to At the Dish podcast with the show new Tango. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Right. Peace. Solo hours. Solo hours change. Or was that? Now?